Karen knows him. But you are interested. Yeah, I'm intrigued. You know what might help you if you take another look at the cyclone? Mm. The way a visual fabric is maintained while the metaphor plays on different levels. Ah, ah. Hey, Chili, is this your ride? Yeah, yeah, I'd like to sit up high, check everything out. I mean, it is the Cadillac of minivans. Oh, yeah, check this out. Wow. You mind if I take it for a spin? Shut up and breathe more popcorn! Shut up and breathe more popcorn! Waka waka guys, welcome back to another Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn episode. This one I have a special guest with me and we're going to get into 2005's Be Cool, the sequel to Get Shorty from I believe 96. But uh, with me, without further ado, let me just introduce my special guest. I have CJ Emanuel in the house. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Thanks for inviting me. I'm glad to be here, bro. Let's do it. Uh, Honestly, like I said before we started recording, I'm honored to have you on, bro. A fellow K100 listener, Patreon supporter, fan. Right. A um, fan. And shout out to Cody and Disco, Joe Feeney. Yeah, shout the- out to them. And before we get started, let me just go ahead and just thank you for your service, dude. Like, no bullshit. Yeah. You know, as a son, my dad's a Vietnam veteran. I got a lot oh. of love and a lot of appreciation for the people that, that enlist, you know. Yeah. And just and went over and 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 whatever, in any service. I mean, they have to be war, but just a huge thank you, dude. Like appreciate from the bottom of my heart. Appreciate uh, that. So let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. You want? Yeah, I gave you the pick. Whatever you wanted to talk about, and you came up with a movie that was on under one of my coming soon lists. It was to uh, be cool. Yeah. Now, quick, quick question. Couple questions. One, yeah. why this movie? Two. Why this movie? And three, <laughs> what the fuck? Really? Why this movie? <laughs> yeah, right. And as I'm scrolling through, I think I was asking myself those same three questions. <laughs> you know, <laughs> why the fuck this movie? But, you know, it, I, I think the premise is kind of reviewing shitty movies. That's why I figured it was going into it um, or shitty sequels or something to that effect. So, and- yeah, I mean, honestly, if anybody wants to be on the podcast, if you want to just talk about movies, it does not that matter. Really I, another thing, just to get on the podcast, yeah. get, be, be, <laughs> you know, wanting being a guest on podcast is something I want to get more comfortable with doing. So I'm having a lot of fun doing this, bro. Oh yeah. But as far as like this movie, I, I the only thing I remember about this movie when it came this came out in 2005. Yeah, I was I I don't rem I remember seeing uh, Get Shorty, but the only thing I really remember about Be Cool was. The rocks um, looking in the mirror, going scorching. Um, that was like a big deal back then, you know, because he was going yeah. like was so bold to play this character against this type or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, I I watched both get shorty and be cool to get the full you know thing and I watched it for free on Pluto TV for get shorty and I watched it on YouTube for free on um be cool. cool and I'm not I don't get paid or endorsed by either one of those i don't have enough followers to get anything from youtube set so you need both shameless pro it's not even a shameless plug and get nothing from either one of these so um so i that's kind of so i i kind of remember get shorty and it was kind of like a if they would have done it as a spoof of pulp fiction i probably would have liked it better and i kind of felt the same way i'm kind of getting i don't want to 
get ahead into to, to be cool. But I, I it was enjoyable because it was it was kind of Tarantino esque with Barry Sonnenfeld directing it, but it wasn't quite. You know what I'm saying, um, and Travolta was still hot, and that was this was like his first big movie after Pulp Fiction, so he still had he still had he was still on that second wave of, of popularity. You know, I remember the first wave. I was a little kid when. When it was Grease and Saturday Night Fever and, yeah. and Welcome Back, Carter, I was probably like, Grease is like the first movie I remember seeing. So that's kind of why I was okay. I remember when John Travolta was hot. I remember when he fell off. I remember when he got hot again, yeah. and he's kind of falling off. But you know, he's he used to be the number one Scientologist. He's knocked down a tier <laughs> or two and stuff. So, um, so this so this era movie was kind of like. I don't know if I'm gonna call it down. I don't want to call it his second decline, but he definitely wasn't as hot as he was when Be Cool or when Good when uh, Get Shorty came out. I know uh, talking about his ups and his downs, he was doing those Look Who's Talking movies. Yeah. And so this was before Tarantino because yeah. he was more seen as like the comedic, you know, not not a serious like the 90s hit. He did Pulp Fiction and then he did a bunch of other action movies. One one that pops into mind right now is Face Off. With Nicolas Cage, Face Off, yeah, Broken uh, Arrow, bro- with, uh, Broken uh, Arrow, Slater. yeah, yeah, Christian Slater, yeah, yeah, um, and so yeah, those, those good like schlocky popcorn. They're good popcorn movies, and even yeah. Michael, where he played that angel, that wasn't bad. I like that. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is right. It wasn't. Yeah, uh, it wasn't really. Well, it was comedy ish, but yeah, yeah, I get yeah, you. It was, yeah, it was a comedy, and, and then oh man, did he did, and then this is getting into two thousand. He did. Uh, I remember Swordfish. I mean, come on, Halle Berry. Yeah, of mm. course, yes. Mm. Um, Battlefield was it? Battlefield Earth. Like, I'm probably gonna have to review that. that. In the beginning of the, that might have been the beginning of the. Because that was terrible. That was yeah. like a Scientology uh, schlock fest or whatever. Yeah. That, was, that was terrible. And then not only that, bro. Uh, what was the one? I actually like this one. It was uh, from was it from Russia? No, from Paris with Love or something. Where he he he's plays his bolts. Uh, he's he got his shape. He shaved his head and he was playing like a secret agent from Paris I'm, I'm with something like that. Yeah, I'm looking at his uh, discography on Wikipedia. I'm trying to. I don't. I don't see that one you're talking about. Um, yeah. Swordfish. Yeah, that was the first time Holly Berry showed them things. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. She did. I just remember the part where she uh, she's in her lingerie. Yeah, no, and she like, she he's he's like. He was watching her undress, and he, the first thing he noticed is the wire. Like, oh shit, there is like for me, I was like, oh shit, there's a wire. Like, I wasn't uh, looking for no wire, you know. Like, uh, I was like, I'm gonna take that, like, take that top off, Storm. You know, like, what's up? Yeah. Um, so yeah, this movie, uh, Get Shorty. I like Get Shorty a lot, but it's funny because I only I saw this the Be Cool first before I ever saw Get Shorty. Okay, all right. Which is kind of crazy because Get Shorty, you know, come out in the 90s. And then when I saw Get Shorty, I was like, oh, this is this is way better than the one I just saw or whatever, you know, yeah. when I saw it. Yeah. And then watching it back recently, you know, all the Easter eggs that are shown in this film. You know, okay. he sees... Uh, the Easter eggs that you saw. Yeah, he sees like Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito plays a, yeah, yeah. a guy that he worked with in Get Shorty, did yeah. the actor... Who's like that running gag of his? Oh, what's why are you driving a minivan? Like, oh, this is the Cadillac of minivans. Now oh, in, two, in 2005, yeah, 2005. Yeah. Now he's driving a hybrid. 
And he's saying, yeah. oh, this is a Cadillac of hybrids. And yeah. in the first, in Get Shorty, he's talking about trying to get his film made or looked at, which is called Mr. Kill, no, Mr. Lovejoy. Yeah, Mr. Lovejoy, yeah. And then we see in this film a movie poster, a billboard with Tom Hanks as Mr. Lovejoy. And you just see the look on his face, on uh, John Travolta's face, like, I got to get yeah. out of this business. He's like so well, disappointed like- and sh- and just almost shameful. Yeah. And then um, how about the uh, so at the end of uh, Get Shorty, where they were talking about remember, they said that we should get Harvey Keitel to play this character, whatever. Right. Yeah. So at the end, they show them making a movie with Harvey Keitel. Yeah. So, cool. And who's the lead? Who's one of the lead heels? Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. I, <laughs> I forgot he was. In, he was yeah. that actor. Yeah. 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 Get Shorty. I got to go back and watch Get Shorty. Yeah. So, I mean, it was kind of like I kind of looked at it as like be cool is kind of like. The Almost meta of in a way. Get shorty. They try to make it a like. Well, okay. Instead of um a, a hood being uh, a Shylock being a record executive. I mean a music producer. I mean movie producer. Damn. This this is some good Iranian tobacco. Instead of being a Shylock who is in the entertainment business as a movie producer, we have a Shylock who is in the entertainment business as a music producer. You know. Yeah. So it was like. That formula was kind of the same thing. And it was like a commercial for Christina Miller. You know, I forgot how fine she was back Oh, then, dude, she was. Christina. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. She did. She Yeah, she did do this movie kind of like the right when she was coming up. Right? And this, but this is like when Beyonce was coming up and Ashante was like the hot fire, like 03, 04. I guess they were trying to make her that next, you yeah. know. But Dang, it, she, uh, I don't think she really even popped. I don't think she really popped off. No, I, I think she Ashanti, did. she was coming up pretty good, pretty well around that time. Uh, around the, and then, yeah, Beyonce started doing her solo stuff. And then, uh, yeah, so I really haven't seen this chick after this movie. I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure she's still doing stuff, but I don't know, at, at like a Beyonce level or even half, you know, half of that. Um, not even on the Shanti level. I, I don't know what she's doing. I don't even know what Shanti's doing. And, and then they had who else was in that movie? Who else, we had Vince Vaughn playing. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I mean, I I hated him. but yeah. Some of the best scenes in the movie were with him and 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 Rock as Elliot and stuff, especially towards the end when. Yeah. How funny was Andre three thousand though? Yeah, he he was good. He was good. He was, he was just that kind of like that goof, but like at the same time, he's like. And he shot. He actually shot the gun off. He's like, yeah, I know. Here, just don't give me a gun. I just remember that from the trailer when yeah. it came out. Um, Cedric, like Cedric Entertainment in here. I love Ced, and I, I've seen him perform live at um and in, in, do his you know stand up and stuff. So I love yeah. him. But I kind of thought I was like, I would have liked to see maybe Andre play that character as Sin, someone a little bit younger, a little bit more gangster, but still has a civilized background. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So other than that, you know. That was this was said kind of this was my was this said like during the Kings of Comedy era said I think so right around the time so he was still kind of hot and yeah uh, well uh, when King Kings started it around two thousand and this was oh maybe they probably filmed oh three oh four yeah so yeah and um yeah like the Vince Vaughn character that that dude trying to play hip hop hood and he just he's 
you would think he's like the main villain or main bad guy when he's just like a henchman at a henchman level, just a little bit above the bodyguard that The Rock plays. Yeah. Um, it was crazy seeing The Rock play uh, almost like a co-star level um, role because as of now, you know, Rock's in everything. He's the star of this movie, star of that movie. He spins off the Fast Furious franchise into his thing that we'll never see a sequel to. Huh. Um, and then even before this, he was in Rundown. He started in Rundown. He started in, of course, the Scorpion King. And then... Um, and it's weird seeing a, a small rock. I don't know if you if you watched any of his earlier. Yeah, yeah. I, I said, oh yeah, skinny rock. I remember, I remember skinny, skinny rock. Because what um, was it, pain and gain, and even Fast Five? He's all jacked up, like yeah, Samoan Hulk. Yeah, I thought but, uh, I thought his role is Elliot. I thought if he would have um, you talk about the reveal, if they would have revealed him being gay later, and and, and would have he would have been a little bit more like the Rock up front, and then. Yeah. Came out and, and flashed or whatever, but um, there was another point I was going to make about it doesn't matter. I'm I'm in, I'm in Iran. I'm feeling good, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I uh, I, at this I I was thinking back to that to the time. Oh yeah, I remember what it was. So I was thinking back to the time where this was kind of like a big change from the Rock. This is like a big role that because before that yeah. he was the Rock, he was the lead. So him Man, being must masculine, yeah, and he's playing a, he's playing a, a gay guy. Yeah, and I this was, is 05, so they dropped the f bomb. They dropped it quite a bit. I just remember watching it, and I think it's like, oh shit, this is not, something you could get away with back in the day. Now people get all mad, and they want to cancel you for dropping the f bomb. Yeah. yeah. Well, in this movie, they only did it. There was a PG thirteen, and they kind of did it up front, saying, you know, in PG thirteen, you can only say fuck once. So they got it out the way, and they oh so yeah, that that's was, right. Kind of took it away because the first one was was R, and I think. If it would have kept it the same, and then they had a different director too, and plus the time difference or whatever. Yeah. And one 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 thing about it, I, I thought, um, well, I don't want to lose that thought. I want to so, so talk about the rock. So I, since I watched it on YouTube, right? I, after I watched it on YouTube, I started getting in my timeline all these clips from Be Cool, and then I came across this um, this cut that did not make the clip, and it was the full video of the rock singing. Um, oh, his little country. Woman, yeah, you ain't man enough. I mean, you ain't woman enough to take my man or whatever. They had the whole song with that. So go out of your way. Go go check that. I sound like Conrad now. Go go check that out. It's the this the um. I think it says the um. Un, hold on, I'll check my YouTube real quick because it's probably still on my timeline. Um. Yeah, like he he must have like a West, he must have had a Western fetish because he was getting himself some new boots and some country wear. He must have been ready for the rodeo over there in California. Yeah, I think that was, I mean, that was part of the, you know, the showmanship, the entertainer, and he was trying to prove that he can do more than just be um, the Scorpion King. Action or, guy, or even though that's action. what he does. I mean, he did, what was it, the Tooth Fairy movie and then the yeah, game plan and then, and then went straight into all action, you know, yeah, you know, they say you gotta do, uh, the formula is to do a comedy, a drama, a biopic, a uh, animated, a kids movie, um, something against. So he was he was doing that's like one of the movies he was doing on the checklist. I thought you know yeah. being the gay character against his normal character type. So yeah. you notice like all the big stars have 
one at least one of those in all of those categories you know yeah um i'll buy some kind of you know like will smith he did ali he did hancock he did yeah um uh what's the one with the fish or whatever fish you know what i'm saying so they're all doing yeah these, or shark yeah, tail or something tail. like that right uh yeah shark tail put that one on the list no i don't know but yeah so so this so this role i thought was one of those for for rock and stuff you know you probably put Black yeah, Adam. What's the biopic? Walking Tall would be considered a biopic, right? Because yeah, because it was loosely because it was a it was a loosely based remake on a loosely based true story. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Based on a true story. Yeah. It was, yeah. So so it's kind of that. So I guess he still has some kind of if there's some kind of great Polynesian or Samoan warrior that we don't know about that's a passion project. He might do something like that. So oh, yeah. yeah. He's not his epic yet. He's got an epic. He hasn't done anything to get he hasn't got his Oscar yet. He's got to do something to get that Oscar too. That's what it was. An Oscar an Oscar worthy worthy uh performance, whatever. So so they yeah. don't have this checklist that they gotta do, it seems like. But um, might be going for that so, Emmy with the young rock TV show. Who knows? That movies or that shows I don't even seen a single episode. I've just seen clips here and there. But it's uh a, it's yeah. It's very, very yeah, I'm not polarizing. I, I guess in the, if you're a huge rock fan, yeah, you're gonna love it. Yeah, I laughed at I laugh at more at some of their choices that like you know who who they chose to play Downtown Bruno or who they chose to play uh, Stone Cold Boss. I laugh at those choices. Um, and then or Chad, they nailed it or whatever. Yeah, if, yeah. You remember, you remember Chad from WW the Attitude Era? Man, who can forget Chad? Right. Hmm. Did I throw you off? <laughs> Chad's supposed to, I think Chad's supposed to be like HBK or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> My okay, bad. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I don't I, but I don't really like too much of there ain't a whole lot of good shit that's on regular TV no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, a lot of like, stuff it, like everybody's talking about The Last of Us. I have yet to see an episode. Yeah. I want to watch it, but I don't want to start too late. But um I normally wait till after the craze goes before I end up going down. And then if it's good, I'll go down that rabbit hole and shit. If I don't like it, I'll, yeah. so I'll probably wait till the drama dies down and I'll get I'll get into something. The craziness with this with the movie here is that there's a lot of almost like it feels like meta, like like they're basically telling the audience, like you said, you can only say the F bomb in a rated R movie one time. Fuck it. And then that's it for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um sorry about that. And you know, other stuff like, oh, it's, you know, this and it's that. Oh, we're going to, I think Steven Tyler from Aerosmith was like, I'm not going to show up in a movie. I've never done it in my whole I career. Know, yeah. I'm not starting now. I was like, you're all in right, the movie. Already. I was like, all right, enough already. Stop yeah. That. And then are like, uh, oh, you're going to make a movie about this up and coming artist. And that's basically this movie. You're, he's trying to get this up and coming artist, you know, to be a star and, and at the end of the movie she wins you know uh i was gonna say grammy she wins like a mtv awards and you see fred durst in the back and i know i had to rewind i was like wait a minute that looks like limp biscuit damn shit but you know yeah. to be honest i skipped past every song i was like i don't want to I, I don't want to hear that shit this, this movie isn't that good for me to sit here and listen to this mediocre singing so i skipped past every single fucking song yeah. oh and what was the other thing that i wanted to bring up Oh man, the Russians! That whole thing with the Russians, with the it didn't it didn't dawn on me that okay, okay. So this the Harvey Keitel's character, I forget his name, Ned, or yeah, something, Neil. 
Um, it was uh, Nick. Yeah, Nick, Nick Carr. Yes. Yeah. Nick Carr. There you go. I'm sorry. And um, so the whole thing is they're trying to get um, La, for no something moon. What was her name? Luna Moon. La La Moon. Uh, uh, the girl. Uh, the Christina. Uh, Linda. Linda, Linda Moon. Moon. Yeah. So she's in this contract with Vince Vaughn. He's basically having her perform at like rinky dink area bars and dives around around L.A. and Hollywood. Chili comes in. He's well. First of all, Chili's uh, visiting with a friend of his, played by James Wood. He gets killed by the Russians, yeah. and then he's he basically is pitching Chili this whole the whole basically this whole movie. Like, oh, it's my life in the record business, blah blah music business. It's crazy. Fast forward, we're actually seeing it play out with Chili just basically taking his role that he has been. You know, it's about me. The crazy thing is, like I said, you know, you got Vince Vaughn's character who's managing her. He gets cucked. Chili takes her away. They start yeah. doing their thing. And she still owes him five years on her contract. And they try to set him up with this little pawn ticket because, oh, hey, the Russians want to kill him. I want to kill him. Let's, right. you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So, hey, you want that contract? Go to the pawn shop. Not knowing that he's already been there and popped the dude in the face. He's not afraid yeah. to go in there. And it's almost like a carbon copy of what we see in the first movie. And get shorty. Right. Exactly. There's a, there's a lot Linda. of similarities. Um, yeah. Um, a lot of similarities. It's basically the same fucking movie. It is. It's just like movies <laughs> and this one's music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah commercial to, for Christina Milian. You know, and it was more... And the, the cameos and stuff were, I thought, done on purpose. It just wasn't natural. It was like, all right, we're, we're going to take these hot people at the moment and stick them in here. Um, yeah. So I didn't I didn't dig that part too too tough. Um, and then with, uh, I don't know, between you, the, the with Renee Russo in the first one and yeah. Uma Thurman in the second one, um, there's no explanation why she's not involved, right? Like, they just basically, no. oh well, they didn't even mention her. Yeah. And so, I, I, and then they did the kind of oh, the, the Pulp Fiction callback, and they, they got to yeah, dance. Yeah, they're dancing and you know yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Dr. that Fulton scene of Pulp Fiction dance. is is iconic, but for them to basically take just the same two actors and have them on the dance floor it's just uh it's like you know having him sing uh grease show tunes with the guys from scrubs on the super bowl ad yeah and it was different with with pulp fiction because it was it was kind of like a a callback to his first run when he was hot with with grease and saturday night fever and even staying alive that piece of shit um but yeah he's always been like a dancer or whatever in that background. So that, so it was yeah. cool then in the kind of nostalgic kind of way, but here it was like going to the well one more time, just because, you oh, know, and to have them in particular, but, and I, I don't know, I'm, I'm not that size. She kind of looks like a stork to me, you know, saying I'm not that size for her, but I mean, um, I don't know. She looked kind of good to me when, when the, that first scene where he walks up and she's sunbathing. Yeah. She has some nice little gams on her. You know what I'm saying? Her yeah. legs look all right, but, her, she's she kind of like just. Yeah, she's like a stork to me. Her and Taylor Swift, they look like they're in the same flock. They're kind of gangly, awkward looking. Kaka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you oh. got, that's how she dances in Pulp Fiction. Kaka. 
um, so that's the whole gist of it is that they're trying to kill him because oh he's taking our act he's taking this chick now Vince Vaughn's character does a thing where he tries to double cross Nikki Carr and sets uh, Cedric's character Sin after him but then his goofy ass he didn't even he didn't even like do like you know caller ID block or whatever you know what I mean he he called him off his cell phone, tells him this stuff, and then he gets a call back right after. Uh, and next thing you know, they whoop his ass. They take him to Nick Carr. They hang him over his over the building. I don't know what it is about like yeah. scenes like that. Where in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna like, I can visualize the fall. You know, mm-hmm. like the hairs on the back of my neck, kind of like blood uh, rushing to your head and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah even though I'm. Funny. I'm in my seat. I'm chilling. I'm not even on the edge of the building. Just seeing that visual, it's like ah, it's almost cringe for me. Yeah. Uh, of course, they they had him probably hooked up to something so he could act and not feel like oh, I'm gonna fucking bust my cantaloupe yeah. on the sidewalk. Um, Russians come in again. This time, Cedric kills that dude. Just straight up pops him twice in the chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of. Like I said, similar to get shorty with the whole, oh, I'm in your house. I got the TV going. I'm here to attack you. That didn't only happen once. That happened like twice yeah. with uh, the Rock's character, Elliot, and then with uh, Cedric's character, where everybody's just chilling there. And then somehow he, Chili is just this suave, debonair character where he's just like cool under pressure. You know, no, no pun intended with the whole be cool. But He's able to get them on his side and be like, you know what? Just listen to this girl. And he freaking, or Cedric loves her, thinks that he can do something because he's, he, I guess his character just remixes. Yeah, he's kind of, he's not, kind of like a Suge Knight gangster record label executive type. That's yeah, kind like of music producer, remixer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he like, he basically remakes one of her songs. I'm sorry, my bad. You you were breaking up a little bit. Oh no, I'm I'm listening. You were, you were just oh. uh, <laughs> recapping the, the the movie, good. Oh yeah, so so like he he revamps he remixes one of her songs, and that's the one they go that you know hits the charts and all that stuff. Um, Lose up. Elliot is still trying to Elliot. He's able to swab Elliot like in the in the first scene where he kind of like, I can get I hear you're an actor. I can you know get you an audition. And instead of being attacked by The Rock or Elliot, he's like, oh, really? You can you can help me out. Oh, wow. That'd be so awesome. Yeah. Let me go get some headshot. Like he's he almost hypnotized in a way. Well, then he does that almost every time Like he attacks him at the house. He's like, why? Why are you doing this? And he's able to like. He's really he is gonna help him, but like in a way he mind fucks him in a way to so he forgets why he's there intentionally and just he leaves all happy and like giddy like oh hey I'm gonna get an audition, and then at the end he's yeah, like you didn't pro- you yeah you like you promised me this and like I left you on the message check your two way. Now, I was around high school age. I graduated in 05, so I mean I remember the sidekicks, but I did not know what two-way messaging meant or whatever like it just even to the today yeah. i was like obviously it's a thing of the past but almost is it like was it like pager <laughs> messaging or like you make me feel old with everywhere you say it bro i remember all my that bad I'm, I'm not I trying. Deeper. 
I remember rotary phones. You know what I'm saying? I remember all Are the ones with the, no, with the bells and like on Lassie? Yeah. Yeah. We had to shimmy up the telephone pole and call Beachwood 75 Kilo 76. Yeah. I Operator, that. wait <laughs> not, a second. Quite that, Let me but. connect you to the board. Hold on, Early. I'm going to patch you through, <laughs> hun. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, go ahead, man. Go ahead. <laughs> and so he figures out that he did get a message from Chili for an audition. And he go he ends up blowing, of course, at the end of the movie, it kind of fast forwards it. You know, they, they were making the move, music video, so there had been some time, like a time jump. And then at the end of the movie, we see him and Nicole Kidman in the billboard for the next big summer blockbuster. Oh, yeah, yeah. Samoa yeah, Nights or something like that. Yeah. Which um, I mean, that's I watched, really all I, I got Rotten for that Rotten. for this movie was that it's like almost a carbon copy of Get Shorty with, you know, added cameos and uh, callbacks to the first movie. And like I said, I loved the first movie when I finally saw it. And then watching this, I realized the joke. Because like, like I said, I saw this movie first. So a lot of the stuff that were callbacks they went over my head, you know. Why is Danny DeVito not Danny DeVito? Like, oh, so right. his character is a guy from the first movie, you know that type of stuff. And, so you kind of uh, watched it like like at, you kind of watched it where, um, Get Shorty was a prequel to Be Cool, where I watched Be Cool as a sequel to Get Shorty. You know what I'm saying? Because I saw I remember seeing Get Shorty yeah. first and then seeing Be Cool. Um, so I was like, damn, this is just like. The same thing, but it was better ten years ago. Um, yeah, and even John Travolta, because I felt like John Travolta had a lot of the Steven Seagal vibe, where it was he's not a character anymore. It's just John Travolta walking around. This, so, yeah. how are you gonna fix this problem? Because I'm John Travolta. What are we gonna do, Chili? What do you mean you're gonna break the contract? I'm gonna break it just because I'm John Travolta. You know what I'm saying? It was. You know, he didn't really. Do anything other than said because I said so, you know. He's so I guess cool he was, being more, but he was like that cool. in the first one too. He yeah. was just that cool dude, you know, like you know, nothing, nothing rattled him, gunfire or 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 whatever, just people threatening his life in this house. Like you're sitting, you're you know, you're chilling in your sleep, and you hear the TV come on. I mean, I'm gonna freak the fuck out. I mean, I'm probably gonna go up with a baseball bat or or something, but. He was just so cool and just like, eh, shrug it off, you know. Hey, Mister Kata. Yeah, I don't know. He he was cooler back then, you know. what I'm saying when he yeah. was a he he, he was kind of wooden to me. He was like stiff, you know. what I'm saying maybe I'm just maybe I'm just hating, you know. what I'm saying because <laughs> he hating not stating. Yeah, I'm, I'm hating. Yeah, I'm hating not stating. <laughs> exactly, hating not oh. stating. But yeah, I I I'm, I agree with you in the fact that. If you're watch Get Shorty, it's 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 a much better version of oh, yeah. of the same thing. Oh so. yeah, watch Get Shorty. Hell, if you want this film to be make you seem like it's an awesome film, go watch Battlefield Earth. That one. Oh yeah, is, then you'll love Be Cool. You'll love this one. Yeah, you'll absolutely love it. Hundred <laughs> percent. So yeah, this has been a very very fun conversation, bro. And uh, this movie. I know, I know you want to stick with the gimmick, but if you ever want to talk about anything else, um, movies you love, stuff, I do that extra butter feed, and it's the whole complete, 
you know, the whole, oh, my favorite movie. And, you know, it's it's a thing. I've, I haven't done much of those lately, only because I'm, I'm concentrating on getting to episode 100 and okay. knocking these out weekly. Okay. I think come uh, April, when I have some time, I'm going to start knocking out some more, you know, extra Butterfeed podcast episodes and stuff. And okay. uh, I'm right. we'll hold you to that because I, I got I already couple I already have a couple movies in mind and stuff. So, yeah, get to your hundred, bro, and then I'll come buck the <laughs> shit out of you. You know what I'm saying? I'll definitely yeah, come. I mean, I had, I had a great time hanging out here, bro. So, I'll be I happy. Appreciate to you, man. And and please plug what you got. Plug what's coming up. Where can people find you on social media? Okay, so the the best way to find me, I got everything set up at CJ Emmanuel Comedy. That's E M A N U E L. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, um, my Facebook page, CJ Emmanuel Comedy. Just go there. Not only do I post whatever I got shows coming up, but my friends that have stuff going on. So kind of like how you talk about having a resource where like minded people can share their stuff. CJ Emmanuel Comedy. You go there and you'll see. A lot of talented people in the, in San Antonio and South Texas that are plugging their shit. Um, cool, cool. Hell other yeah. than that, man, I hope to see you out there in the open mic. You know, out here in a on a Tuesday. You know, what I'm saying either at LOL or um, I'll, I'll definitely shoot you on a, a message on on Twitter or something and let you know that hey, I'm thinking about going this week and and if you're down there, I, you know, let me know. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Let me know. Um, let me uh, let me do. I will I will plug um, Armed Services Arts Partnership again. ASAP ASAP dot org. If you're because they they also have remote courses, so go to that website, see what they have to offer. And I'm trying. San Antonio was a finalist the last go around when they expanded. Um, mm-hmm. So they have they have Washington D.C., Norfolk, Virginia. San Diego, California, and Indianapolis. I knew San Diego. San Diego, I knew was going to get it because it makes sense. Big Navy town. Um, but I was like, San Antonio should be a no-brainer because it's a huge military presence here, too. Yeah. Air Force training yeah. is here. So I'm a little bitter that we lost to Indianapolis. Yeah. So we lost to Indianapolis. But hopefully, if I'm, you know, hopefully, I like to see ASAP come to San Antonio. So check that out if you or um, someone you love is. Um, in San Diego, Virginia, Indiana, or DC, that can take advantage of that program. I I'll put that over until I'm done breathing. And I also want to put over Upstage Comedy Lounge. That's where I kind of restarted my comedy journey through their comedy workshop. And I've been involved with all three versions. There's one going on right now. Uh, so check out Upstage Comedy Lounge. Look them up if you're in San Antonio and thinking about getting into stand-up comedy or if you want to just check out some good comedy. Um, there's, Like I said, there's a lot of good, talented people who are out there hustling, doing their thing. So go out there and support local talent. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Go ahead and then shoot me a lot of that through uh, the DMs and I'll put that in the description. Okay. You know, that, the links and everything. And okay. like, I mean... I've said this a million times previously. You know, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living. And let's get into that. Oh, damn. Shit. You know what? I forgot to put over my fucking podcast. Love Life's Comedy. Which oh. season one. Yeah, damn. But I do. I forgot something. Um, so, yeah, Love Life's Comedy. Um, I'm, I'm re-releasing season one. Something happened and I ended up losing all 21 episodes. So I've got the first five episodes out. Episodes one and two are castrating and comedy with Vince Russo. So I took some of my clips from my castrating the Mark's appearances back in 2019 and um, 
That's okay. Yeah. So, so start at that. Um, some episodes will have a couple of. I have some cold opens of some of my clips through the Patreon stuff uh, with K100. So there's some nice little Easter eggs in there. And I've learned about the journey of comedy and um, just life in general as well, just doing these podcasts. So if this would be right up your alley, bro, because I've, I've learned about the business of the business with some of these fellow comics that have taken the time to chop it up. So now I'm done plugging. I, I swear I'm done plugging this time. No, okay. sorry, if you got more to plug, you know. I just want to say, because I, I do this, I say, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living at the end. And it's something I heard uh, Carlos Mencia say. So mm. I'm stealing it from a thief. Yeah, you steal it from a thief. <laughs> so it, you know, it's like remixing the remix. I put it yeah. back together. Right. So it's okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, laughter, dude, let's be like the world's, you can't take the world too serious because uh, it's just, you got to laugh. You got to, you know, smile, take in the happiness that is that one moment whatever joke you heard whatever whatever you saw in a movie that made you laugh i mean Bro, my, my own personal my personal mantra and the soul of my show is love life and life's comedy um because i mean time doesn't necessarily heal all wounds but it does give us time to kind of laugh at a lot of those fucking old wounds that we grew from and that we overcame and that we got better from so that we can help someone else who might go through their own shit right now that whether we even know about it or not, so there's something in our yeah. conversation that might help somebody going through some shit right fucking out. So yeah. that's kind of the same. We're on the same page on that, bro. Life is too short to be too pissed off and too sad all the fucking time. So let's laugh at our pain. Yeah. I said, that's hell. Yeah, dude, that, that right there, that's the way to get off uh call off on this episode. Uh, again, I want to thank you for coming on. I want to thank you for your service, bro. A hundred percent. Bro, appreciate and, it. And uh, hopefully we come down, we meet up down the road. I mean, hell, I'm literally two hours away. Yeah, right down the street, bro. I mean, literally more than straight down jump on another episode and, uh, you know, sure. we reach out and, and hopefully JJ, give this man a call, JJ. Yeah, JJ, I'm coming for you, son. I'm going to be on your show and I'm going to entertain your messes. <laughs> there you go. And uh, not new, not new. Peace. Peace.